Alright everyone, welcome back to the Pod. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for the support on the last episode, really enjoyed that. Big one today. It's a big one today. Today we are joined by the Celtic Tiger himself, social media phenom in Ireland at the moment, Marcus Sweeney. Marcus, thank you for joining us today, really, really appreciate it. Sam, I'm here because I wish you the best of luck. And we're going to get the truth and we're going to fight hard as two Tigers here and give this podcast the best we fucking got. So, excuse my language. Am I allowed, Chris? Yeah, 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 you can say what the fuck you want, man. Uh, so, man, it's interesting where, where, where I want to start with this. I, I kind of want to get straight into it, if that, if that works with you. I saw you out of nowhere when TikTok started taking over in Ireland. I saw you all over TikTok, all over it. And, yeah, you were blowing up, man. And I guess, what was the original motivation to be like, I'm going to go and take over this TikTok space? Great question. Um... So for 25 years, the press and the media in Ireland have exposed me through my, uh, my um, younger days, since I was 20, 23, 24. So they call me the Playboy, the Celtic Tiger. Um, the press create these, these uh, characters as such. So um, I, was on the f- I was exposed in the press at a very young age. I dated some model girlfriends and at the highest levels of... Uh, I wanted to be at the highest levels of society, so I created that guy. Like, it's not like I was picked up and put in there. Mm-hmm. So um, I wanted the sports car, I wanted the muscles, I wanted the fast girlfriend, I wanted the money, I wanted the Lamborghini, I wanted the helicopter, I wanted, I wanted the world. I was only a, a young boy, and we were talking outside in the car park, and uh, you said you lived in Marbella for three years. So when I went over there, I went, I'm bringing that back to Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it looked like I enjoyed all the extravagance of every piece of the, it's, uh, the, the Celtic Tiger in Ireland, which was um, reckless money, reckless lending, et cetera, et cetera. So, so let's get away from the economics of it and get back to the business of it. So, um, so yeah, it was my ambition to become not rich, not famous, not one of these characters i wanted all i wanted it all you know and i was only a young boy 22 so i was driving around and my first 360 medina was at 22 I was making under eighty thousand euro with three businesses i was only a kid but i was a good businessman to get there because mm-hmm. i started with nothing so anyway, press and media they kicked off back then that was a bit of fun um uh, i was going out with uh, katie uh fabulous girl um she died um fortunately uh, at 24 years of age i'm 46 now i gotta remember so the, back then, the press used us as a, um, they used us as a sort of faces. Almost. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, this is the, the extravagance, the high life mm-hmm. of it. But we were children, you know, it was very hard to wake in the morning and look at, you're on the front of papers, you're this, you're that, the other. So that was 20 something years ago. Then they would, um, the press, it was consistent all the time, all the time. Um, and then... I fought back with the Irish Independent a few articles and I speak the same way as I did back then as in, you know, I was defending myself, but you, you couldn't defend yourself um, against the monster because it is what it, what it was. So at a young age, that puts a lot of mental pressure on you as well mm. when they take it a little bit too hard. So, um, you know, it's great to have a magazine as a kid and go, there's me on the front of the cover with my muscles hanging out as Irish sexy's man. It's great to have, uh, you know, it's great to uh, look back and the life you lived. Um, and that was my ambition. It was my uh, goal, my achievements. Um, it wasn't handed by parents. Parents were about 
education. So um, it went into an extravaganza. And then there was the loss of um, a restaurant in uh, Dublin, uh, which then they hit the newspapers as a Marcus lost this, Marcus lost that. So everything is personified um, for the public's interest. I was really pissed off because you get a lot of people making a lot of fucking money off the back of your life where you're not gaining any of the benefits uh, from it. So anytime you defended yourself, it was kicked back. So you bring the Sunday World to court back then, and uh, it's a lot of shite, to be honest with you. And you're right, it's in years, and all that's happening is the legals are pulling out your ass to get down the road, and you've you got disease for two years before you're trying to get a bit of justice. So you're naive. You're younger. You're totally naive. And then you go... Then the press throughout the years is spot-picking all the way through it. So um, then what happened is sort of uh, jump it off the back of it. Yeah, I said, well, management company, but this is what nobody knows, Sam. For 10 years, I sponsored the stock markets in the Irish Independent. The name Infinox was my business that sponsored it. I was in the paper all the time for business and innovation. I was in front of the Sunday Times mm. for Evergreen Wealth Management and a company called Ascendo Markets. I was with IG Index. All these names mean nothing to people, but I was the guy that had the balls to go abroad and bring the great companies back uh, here. Um, so they say I went missing for a few years out of the press and the media. Um, but that's, I was always there. But I was looking at my success every day. And I always had my revenge on them. But they, they didn't recall it. So I have all those articles. So um, Get in there. Make friends with that mic. Yeah. Please. Just, so, just, only because I, I want fucking it to be perfect so people can hear. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem at all. So... Um, so I'm the type of guy that I'm all or nothing. So when you get that opportunity in life, when you're younger and you have to, you know, you went and bought those beautiful cars and you dated those beautiful women and you bought the best of clothes and you did all you want to do. And you were that guy, yeah. Um, and then the press, they back there, they had a few goes at me in relation to crime and bits and pieces, which was totally fabricated like Marcus was, 28 or 29, uh, guns and drugs and all that. And I'm like, hang on a second here. This is starting to twist again, you know? So then um, moving on from that, um, I was living in Dubai for a while, then I came back, I've seen a lot of traveling around. Uh, but the Irish press personally had a huge impact. I mean, I hated, hated what they, they were doing. It was too heavy, like, you know, um, and getting away with it. So the buildup was that they kicked off again. And I was questioned in relation to a man I was having a, some uh, dinner with over uh, his, what he had in his room, which was 10 keys of uh, heroin, yeah? And he was a huge operator, massive. So DPP had no issues that I walked away, innocent. And, uh, and that was that was like socialite in the paper, this, that, it was all built up like this massive fucking show. And then they're connected me with, uh, certain organizations um, that, uh, let me see, had uh, realism to it. Yeah, my company referred accountants and certain people to, it's a very small town, but I don't judge a man on his past or who he is or what he is or what he does. You know, I think, right, if that was the case, no one would even look at me or talk to me. Because I've been through that, what the papers generated about you. So um, that was dealt with and I was innocent in relation to it and I walked away and then all of a sudden getting to your point mm. I uh, they had in the front of the papers Marcus Cartel this that the other and my son was with me and I said shit I gotta go through this again do I 
But for two and a half years, I prayed to myself that I would have one chance again to fight back. My son, remember, he wrote this tiny little uh, letter and uh, he said, my dad was uh, something. He was a genius. He was in the papers. So this is the time after COVID. This is the time of that. We're all down the shits. It's all fucking uh, nonsense. So I knew my war was coming ahead, my battle. Um, did, you, did you feel it would be a battle at all, even just to have, you know, at some point now with kids and access to the internet, they're all going to Google their parents' name at some point and you're going to have to, you know, have to explain to them like what these articles mean and like, you know, that's that's obviously something, you know, no parent wants to deal with. But is that is that something you were thinking about as, as you know, technology gets Sam, more you'll make accessible? A great, you'll make a great parent. Exactly Thank my you. point. Um, I, it, you see it, I felt it. So I wanted my son to go, He's, he's now seen his dad as this criminal guy at the highest levels in the newspapers. And uh, I'm like, whoa, hang on there a second here. And then he's, he's gone to school and then it's, then it's, it's getting heavier and we're talking about dead threats, we're talking about crime, we're, they're starting to blow this up. Mm. The reality was I brought, I brought the criminal assets bureau to the, uh, to the, the district, uh, to the criminal courts and it was my company that was taken to court. So I didn't need to turn up that day. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, my companies are still active if you look at them. So my relationship with the cab wasn't that intense. Mm-hmm. Wasn't like, oh no, yeah. yeah. It wasn't my, my uh, relationship with the, the state mm-hmm. is respected, my, my relationship with. But the media decided to go at this. Mm-hmm. I've sat with the cab, I've sat with legals, I've sat with teams. They were all like, what the hell is, this is a bit much, like what's, what, what's really done, happened here? Mm-hmm. But when it kicked off, you had the, the likes of all these people on, uh, and this is why I'm here. We're going to win. This style of uh, media and this style of uh, broadcasting and, mm-hmm. and podcasting. Um, I said on a video there last week, like we got 600,000 views on a handful of videos. And they're selling radio companies that have a million people listening and all that. It's all bullshit. The papers are propped by the state. It's mm. non, It's a total. Uh, it's a total. Anyway, so that's why I'm sitting here with you. So because we can say it as it is. So getting to the point of it is, I seen this going on. That they're outside my house taking pictures. They're outside my son's school. They were uh, really getting to me. So I said, right, I got to set a plan here in place. I did it on my own to push everyone away because everyone thought she was fucking mad. Like, you know, it was any Mrs. Child, dog, everybody go away from me. Mm. I'm going to do something because I have to do it. Mm. Otherwise, I was going to be left on the, I would be left on the uh, side of the road. No one's going to well, You're just going to be left voiceless, basically. You've got, a, uh, you've got a massive voice here, which is the Irish media in this case, which are just pumping out and pumping out content on you all the time. And your options are either sit there receive it and do your best with the people around you to explain the situation or get on your own platform and say it yourself so yeah it it was very hard lovely way of um answering the the way you're saying it is fantastic it's better the way i'm saying this to be honest um so well done um in relation to in relation to the decision i made is i had nothing to lose i had no other option um was my final decision on this. And what that meant was that I would have to live with this forever. 
But it's like Ryan Tuberty today where they put the guy on the front of the newspaper like this criminal running in his door and all that. Like, he won't recover too easy from this. It's not nice. You're, the guy should not be tortured. No man should be put through that mm. for the sake of someone else's benefit. Because mm. when I walked around as a young boy, was I a criminal? Was I a, a failed businessman? Was I a playboy of the Celtic Tiger? Where, where, am I a millionaire beau? Am I a... Uh, um, uh, uh, business savvy am i you know and they use whatever titles they want mm. and flick them around there mm. so you've all these fucking parasites doing podcasts about a man and they're like marcus was in the criminal court and marcus was supposed to be down there and like my company's supposed to be down there yeah i don't want fucking clue what is going on yeah it's a hundred grand bit of land that it didn't make a big difference mm what way this outcome of it was going to be because behind the scenes professionally it's managed mm. so you have a judge then that goes oh it looks like marcus is up to his officers in organized crime he did a very good job mr rose because he said it looks like mm. yeah it's hearsay looks like mm. but can we get to the facts yeah, everyone hears crime at the end it goes oh you know what i mean they, they miss out the little the little prerequisites they put in front of it and, and i'll speed on from the to, to i'll get to the war side of it the war side of it was I said, I have nothing to lose. I'm driving out to school. They're all looking at me like I'm this fucking scumbag who's got debt shots, this, this. It's a small town, this is. We've got my son, he's got that. You know, and I just said, um, I had nothing to lose because I, I, I had, it was that point that I said, I'm finished if I don't do something. And I met these um, guys that were uh, in this business in the internet years and years ago. And they see me on the front of the newspapers for heroin and organized crime. The highest levels going to tell. They say, oh, we could work with you. I said, what the fuck? And I said, what are you thinking? And they were like, just talk, Marks. Mm. I said, um, about what? But these guys were the new media, the new savvy, the guys that can notice, know where the gap is straight away in the market. Now, most people would run down the street from you as that person. And they said, no, 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 we'd like to talk to you. Yeah. So what they did was... Um, I was like an angel coming down to grab me. I was like, well, let's just talk. So I said, fuck it. What was your understanding of social media and TikTok before you started? Did you, did you, was it just your kids maybe had mentioned it or anything like that? Can I tell you the truth? Great question, because I've come from the 46, I've seen the birth of the internet and this, that, and that. I, I know nothing about social media. I don't have a Facebook account. I do not look at it. I don't like it. I, I like, my time is my time. I'm talking to myself all day. But if I use a phone, I use it to, I find what I want to get out of it. Mm -hmm. uh, I've started a new, uh, like this Instagram thing. And it's all about what I want to see, which is clothes, fashion, motorbikes. And I love this account. because you, You've conditioned it into what you want it to be. Well yeah. done, yeah. So I don't know anything about TikTok. I don't, I watched YouTube. I, 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 I was familiar with the, the stock markets mm. oh they had me in the papers as the guy that they were looking for 54 million of cryptocurrency off yeah they have my jeep and my home in this rage you know mm. um but mine's not was true maybe that's what we were hiding yeah yeah, I'd, I'd love, yeah my crypto's gone to the fucking shitter so yeah well, i'll tell you how to do it bro. No yeah yeah yeah. I'll, yeah we'll do another bot on crypto yeah, man jesus no christ no problem but the moral of the story is that it's not against the the moral of the story is bro that the question you're asking is i've seen an opportunity to just talk on that phone there is where everything's produced there's no uh there's no rehearsal there's no nothing i come up with some content whatever mm. and um 
We started off on TikTok on the balcony. I was freezing cold. I didn't know what I was doing. It was chilly there the first few. You yeah, can see you bundled yeah, yeah. up in and, those. And let's call space. They're all talking. They're all like, oh, Coke, 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 Coke. Coke is in society. Coke exists, yeah? It is part More of... More than ever right now, man. Exactly, Jesus bro. Yeah. So, like, you know, this whole mentality of you, they think they're uh, insulting me with Coke, yeah? Mm. I've told judges, guards, Coke? Yeah, I've done Coke. Yeah, uh, I have. Yes, it's in circles. Yes, I've... Yes, I've seen fucking kilos of stuff around me. Mm. Yes. Of other things, maybe, but... Yeah, when I was a young tiger, I went with cheese board, you know, and I cheese it off the, the thing. That's a joke, by the, the good, way. The good days, <laughs> wasn't it? The good days. But no, but, but my point is that, you know, they're not insulting me with, uh, with it. But I didn't know the power of TikTok. I started doing these videos. Everyone said, I am mad. Like, it was just your titch of what are you doing? You're wrong. Like, it was, it was so I told you, I said to myself, because I then teed up the Irish independence. This is my attack plan. Mm. So I have to flank these bastards, yeah? So that was to be released a week after I did it, but I didn't do any other interviews. That's what's in the front page, just to draw everybody in. Mm-hmm. They said, no, we can't do this for three weeks, but it's going to be epic. It's going to be like a 10-page article. So, mm-hmm. so for three fucking weeks, I'm like, everyone thinks you're mad. Well, I'll just keep going for it. Mm-hmm. But the first stories I told that were, you know, Putin is this and that is that, they were just me practicing. Then that went out loud. So everybody's looking at it because you know court, you have no catch. Um, so they were all dragged into it. Then the newspaper rights came out. Then it was the build-up. Then I had everyone's attention. And yeah. then I went, they can be talent. They think I forgot about you. This is for fucking you. Because I had them all. I had everybody I wanted. Yeah. Yeah? That was my strategy. That was my plan. Yeah? Once I got their attention, then I said to her, bring me on the show. Show me where my debt threat, GIM, is. Because I don't have a debt threat. Because I pick up the phone right now in front of you and go, hello, Garda, did you give me a death threat? No, I fucking didn't, yeah? So this bitch, yeah, decided to write that about me, saying I had a death threat on me, yeah? You can't say that about certain people in this uh, town. If I had your death threat now, you'd go, I, I'd go after the guy to put that on the paper. Well, it doesn't work like that. So she did that, and I wouldn't let that go, yeah? And also, she started again fabricating this issue in relation to uh, um, the, the legals, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, I just said, "You're not getting away with this. Yeah, you are just not getting away with what you've done. And if you're so confident, have me on your show. Bring me on to Carmen. Yeah. Why uh, that that invitation's never come for you to be on that? No chance. I destroy their fucking minds in two minutes. Um, that's kind of the issue, man. Like the, the only, or one of the big issues I've seen with, look, I, I don't want to pick any fights at anyone, but on that show, it does, it, it's crying out for the other side of the coin. Do you know what I mean? Well, you're t- we have to start picking fights that are going to destroy society with what they're, 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 they are personifying and glorifying crime, right? Mm-hmm. So that newspaper has caused deaths. Do you not think that newspaper has caused problems to the guards? It's caused problems to the street. I know every aspect of this thing. I know it inside out. Mm. All your sides of, they create names and get, fabricate them for gangs, mm-hmm. that, and then they create street war, and then they put a kid on the paper with, on, with a horrible photograph mm-hmm. of crime, and they increase the tension, yep. and the tension starts building up. In fact, I know 
people who've been killed by the articles that are written in front of papers. Because a young boy sees an image of his friend or something. Mm. He ain't going to sit back and... Nope. And there was one with a man who was... It was during the, the, the K feud, they call it. And his son reacted as his son would. Son was taken away and he was shot in the back of the head. Son reacted because of the newspaper, the pressure, because it was there. Mm. So I'll put my hand up and say it. Yeah, I, I got clearance from this whole town. Who said it? And I was backed by everybody in this town. Do you know what that means? Mm. Yeah? Am I connected? Look at right, I'm connected. But crime is in the forecourts. Crime is in the doll. Crime is on the street. Crime is everywhere. So I made my calls. I said, I'm going to do this. Are you with me? Or are you not? Go away from me, yeah? They all backed it because of what damage he'd been doing. And I have people today come up to me going, Marcus, fair play to you. Yeah, for what you did with her. But I didn't, I did it for my son. I did it for this town. Now look at the newspaper since I've done it. There's no dirty pictures of crime. The city has settled down. The, the war that they've created is gone. Legally, totally can now find her. She's got no education. She shouldn't be writing on the front of any uh, newspaper. She's a total. She's not a professional. She's not a journalist. She's not educated. She's got the college. She's got this. I have four H diplomas by me. I've got the licenses by me. So if I want to get into my business mode or my marketing mode, I'm educated to talk about it. I'm not saying it's important, but fuck me. If you're using words on the front of a, a paper and you're dragging people into it. And then... The, I remember she rang one day and she's like, I said, I'll give your address out. I'll give your life. I'll tell people where you live, yeah? Yeah? And she was like, please, the call was, please don't do that. Now, I'm a man. I'm an old school guy. Now, I can handle the, I can handle the effects of hurt in my life, but I didn't want to destroy the woman, and I won't. And I told her, off, I'm back. I won't, go, I won't talk bad about you again. But you're not... Under regulation you're, and uh, compliance and law, you shouldn't be writing on the front of the newspaper about law, about um, crime, unless you're a fully qualified journalist. Mm. And there's another one out there, um, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, she writes for the star. There's Nicola Talent, and then there's, uh, there's another Nicola. So she's standing at my gate going, like, I want to speak to Marcus, yeah? Right? Mm. So, I said, I'll send it to your fucking gate, yeah? And I'll tell the show people at your house and your home. I got her legals rang me, this, her legals rang me straight away. And I said, see you, you're full of shit as well. I'm up to researching you, you're another blagger. I did one, one TikTok video mm. and her legals were straight on to me. And only that the legals got on to me, I respected them. And I said, look, I'll leave her alone, but tell the lady that whatever she's trying to pinch out of with a, a book of, tab or this or evidence or anything whatever she has whatever she's doing said i don't want anything from you just tell her to back the fuck off so um what i meant by that is that everything that's built is built on the legal structure like this building if you want to crack a system go down to the legal right at the very end of it and you'll find a crack and that's where you go after and that's where the exposure is yeah so right. justice organizations corporations have exposure points attack like say a, a company um, can't be attacked, mm. can't be in court. You know that. Um, so you got to go down to the basis. So, so where I got ta Nicola Talent was, and nothing is prepared. I was just walking through Blanche. I got pissed off. I walked into Maxi Zoo and I said, "See you, yeah." 
that's there's nothing prepared. That was me just that's me. It's all me being me. Um it's not there's no planning, there's not nothing, it's just on a I was on a phone. But I was then deep into my battle, my war, yeah. And uh I go ahead, sorry. It does seem and like look it it does seem that if you're gonna profit and you know grow your own profile make make your own money through you know covering crime and covering the crime world or what you interpret the crime world to be you it, you can't have your cake and eat it it almost feels like you can't be surprised when you constantly cover you know to potentially dangerous people and then be shocked when you know the ball gets thrown back your direction when you're like whoa, whoa, whoa i'm just i'm just covering the news here you know you're right son they were not ready for an ambush like this and mm. So I'm, they write about me like I'm a dirt, I'm a social like criminal, I'm a piece of shit, I'm a tick, yeah? I'm fucking highly educated, highly trained. I am well smarter than what they would be on front of me, yeah? Mm. I respect everybody individually, but if you want to turn on my football mode, I'll turn it on and I'll score goals at them, no problem. Mm. So how, I'm from here to here, but it's like you, Sam, I met you for the first time. I don't know your life, but I, 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 I would not... Um, I take you as face value of, 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 of what you are but with this lady and this system I didn't attack her I took I attacked the share price of the Irish newspapers mm. I attacked the corporate side uh, Daily Star I attacked their company in England let's talk about your share prices I talk about this that, the other. so what it's all about is no one knows who I am yeah it's fine I'm the fucking clue though am I, am I corporate am I crime am I this am I that am I this truth yeah if I created that young Celtic tiger in five years, who am I now? Forty-six. So, folks, went out for a quick smoke. You would have loved, you would love that conversation outside, but uh, they're uh, they're just private ones for now. Um, yeah, we'll finish up as you said. You just decided to make it exactly. Yeah, you just made your uh, your decision to move into social media, and you'd, you'd seen a little bit of uh, traction with the first few videos, and it just continued to to skyrocket. Basically, people obviously want to hear your story. Yeah, what 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 happened was. Um, I felt like Rambo out of first blood as in I just said fuck it I've I got to do this on my own so it's 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 innovative it's creative it's unique it's it's something but I had a platform to start with and in fairness to social media it gave me my opportunity to speak out and speak aloud also I read the rules the law on what I was doing as in how close to the borderline am I going to get and I had the same rights as the media mm. so I could have taken it to turning out Curling up outside in the porter's houses, I could have taken it to this. The hardest part was, I, ha I was making these videos and it was just like I was sporadically talking like an old story. But what was really empowering was, Ireland got behind me and was like, and also, they got behind me and they, they started rallying what I was saying. And, I, you know, I remember going to my son's school and all these kids came out looking for my autograph and you're the tiger this. And I, mm -hmm. and I felt great because the weeks before that, I was on a paper as this, fucking heroin dealing death threatening person which i wasn't under the eyes of the law so i that was the point where i went wow like holy shit like i'm i'm so it's it worked it, it just but but they helped me like it was i was just trying to get my point out there but when i turned on nicola talent that was because i had built up my audience to do it mm. um so no one had seen it before um so it it ambushed the media and then I ambushed them on their legalities, and uh, let's be honest, we we smashed them up. But for the best, better, it's better for Ireland in relation to 
the guy is writing on the front of the, these rags at the moment. He is a fully qualified journalist. Um, what they're supposed to do is take the feed off the courts and work off that, but not uh, what gossip rank it as she has done. Yeah. So um, I took it personally, but I also took it on behalf of the filth that these guys are writing about because there's no, uh, no regulator to it. And if you're going down that road, fucking same shite. There's no immediate reaction that can be done. Life has moved on. Take the fucking phone, talk into it, bring it out. But here's the business model out of it. I've seen that as the first time ever that a media, a footballer, uh, anyone that's been accused of any legality of any, he's not trapped now, yeah? And they would have the power to go, Donnie Depp there, you've seen all that. He, he can sit down and go, guys, this is who I am, this is it, and, and I'm going to continue my work. Mm. And... Uh, I, this is what's happening, but it's publicity out there because I'm a public character. So there's nothing worse than you're you're in shame. You're in uh, it's you have down in you're 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 being shamed. Mm. Um, was I empowered by being connected to these highest levels of organized crime? Was I being empowered by? Yeah, I seen crime and greed in my twenties from banks, corporate crime, white collar crime, gold collar crime. I'm a gold collar criminal. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, and I laugh about it. Why? Because you couldn't catch me for anything, yeah? The million that they're looking for. That's your job. You tell me where it is, yeah? Because these are not, we're not the criminals, yeah? The worst crime I've seen is not on the street. When I shake a man's hand and I stand on, I stand on. That man goes all the way. The highest crime is in the legal side, the government side, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? So, so you know what? You're all paying these great interest rates back to banks, aren't you, yeah? I'm I'm fucking not, but yeah, there's a ton of people right now getting their their rates getting hiked up double, paying double double a month suddenly. Do you know what I mean? Brilliant, isn't it? So watch this thing. You're paying a fund interest rate. You didn't borrow the money off the fund. Yeah, why are you paying interest rates to them? They're not a bank. They're not registered as a bank. They're regulated as a bank. You don't have a contract with them. So let's just break it down very simply because I've done a lot of this for people in wealth management. I part of that from actually in, in criminal law it's documented um where the case is won where i borrow money off you you pass the debt to him and he comes after me to collect his money he has no right to that money because you were the original so you're paying interest rates to a fund which is called pepper which is really called link group which is a share price that's at 1.61 at the moment, which is going to be the biggest public portfolio in the world. And it's backed by Merrill Lynch, it's backed by Rothschild, it's backed by them all. And your, your, your shares are in that company because they bind it to a facility, which is the borrowers, yeah? Why you think about it? What didn't, why are you paying interest rates to them? Where did they borrow the money for? Who has the debt? Where's the money go? Gavin? Yeah. Do you think uh, you've kind of obviously you've, you've seen one of the big questions I want to talk about is the state of Ireland and the state of Dublin and in, in, as obviously more specifically where we are um, for people like my generation and the generation before me what kind of 28 what, what kind of what kind of world do you expect or uh, let's say what type of city do you expect us to be you know living in for the next 10 to 20 years do you see things improving or, or continuing in the direction they're going in terms of housing prices crime you know, even even man, even the state of Dublin in terms of rubbish and like that kind of stuff now is insane. Uh, what 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 do you kind of see the future looking like for us? So, I'm set with the hidden hand. Yeah, hidden hand is well, you guys and 
It's not supposed to see. It just told you about interest. I'm not going to, I can't get into it and just, I can't break it down as, as it really is, because if that was the case, you'd see how simple it is. Um, but I will give you this answer. The um, carbon footprint. It's a happy birthday, or an ice cream. It's an ice cream van, yeah? Yeah, or it's Nicola Talent's gone. It's working gone. It's anyway, back to the more of the story that Ireland's job, uh, if you read the government's report, is to promote Ireland globally, yeah? And they are opening embassies all over the world. They have huge, uh, you know, it's a business model for the billions. We are associated, connected, collaborated with the world, world banks. You know, we are connected to every aspect of the power system of the world, right? And the reason for that is that uh, they've done something amazing here with corporate tax, let's be honest. And they have done, uh, made a great, fantastic education system. Um, they still haven't got a children's hospital off the ground, which they want a gold badge for. So build a fucking thing. And right, beside sell my, the thing. right beside my house, we live in the fucking shadow of that thing. The company beside me was, that was building it. Anyway, long story short, so we're the only country in Europe that doesn't have a train from its airport, let's be honest, yeah. Uh, we, uh, screw that, let's keep the flow of it all going. When their job is to sell Ireland to the world, yeah. The, so I've lived in countries abroad and I've sat with ambassadors and I've worked with, uh, uh, I've been in countries like Iran and et cetera, et cetera. And I've worked at embassies here in Ireland. And um, the... When their job is to get out there and sell the world, yeah, what they're doing is they're forgetting about what's going on inside Ireland. Because Ireland is tiny, yeah? It's, uh, it's the next Switzerland, to be honest with you. Mm. They are going to link that bridge from Rosler across, and they're going to link the bridge up to the north, and they're going to get a Northern Ireland-speaking man for the late, late show. So we get accustomed with the language. You see how it's a set play? Mm. Everything is a set play. I know, I've been camouflaged to cunt. I'm a camouflage, but we're really selling cab, but we're using Marcus as the camouflage. So, in my opinion, they're forgetting about Ireland because they're so good at blasting themselves out there. I mean, we see the Dáil Éireann, and that's the slop. I used the word last night, I'll use it fucking again. They're the guys from all over the country. <laughs> yeah? Right, they're the local lads, yeah? Fighting for a road or a this or that, etc., etc. So, what that is, you're looking at the Michael Collins all the way of politics, but what's the point in that when you have a united uh, coalition? Fin Fáil, Fin Gael together. It's all t together. Very fucking simple. Um, then the boys down there, they all have little limited companies, so they get the road contract and they get the this and they get the that. They, their job should be just focusing on it. So they're all called themselves politicians and they've never been through the fucking war. They just want a title or they want to fight for a mic micro side of Ireland. But yet, a guy like me has us all thinking of us as humans, like the ground around. So our heads are fucked. Um, and they have that's done intentionally the reason for that is I answered it last night um, what they're not doing is focus on this country because it's so small and it's not important we're making billions in corporation tax billions your tax that you're paying for your week's work or your shop that you own or, and you're I've been through it all your tax affairs they're not even looking at that anymore yeah they're not interested because it's, it's about the billions and they're supporting the, the the whole transfer system and everything else so it's a it's like uh, Panama, it's like uh, offshore companies. It's the best hub in the world. Um, selling the education system is amazing if you come, come from a country where you, a degree is, uh, you're guaranteed to get that big house, that home, that job, etc. 
So they're selling Ireland, but they're forgetting about what's going on in Ireland. Mm. Also, you, I said it last night, the first time I've known about it for years, um, the storage system can't support the uh, expansion. It's that fucking bad, yeah? Let's be honest, the water system is barely. So they're filling the void of everywhere they, they, they can. Um, do we all deserve a house? Do foreigners deserve a home when they come here? Do we all deserve... If you come into Ireland and you're handed a, a home and you're handed, and I've seen this because I've been involved in projects with it, and you're handed a car, an allowance for a car, and you're handed an allowance for your, for your uh, furniture, and you're handed an allowance for living, and you're handed an allowance for this and an allowance for that, whatever, that should be matched to any man. So you go apply for jobs all, all over the, you're applying for your jobs, and you want to change your career and your life, et cetera, et cetera. Go down to the fucking government office and tell them, because they'll get you the job you're looking for on the the thing they want you to go and put your hand up and ask yeah they want that to happen because it just keeps it quiet so much money flush through um let's cut to the the chase of it all er the worst thing that happened covid i fucking hated it i don't believe in it i got a poxy injection and it's a horrible load in my arm i regret it to this day you just it was a it's a it was either recapitalize or pull our debt back in Tell it was and mm. reports of it from all over the world. Mm. That was the worst thing I ever went through in my life. To sit there and two hundred fifty quid, sit at home. I handed my car away. I handed this away. Handed that, and I was not going to look outside the box as I could do as a bad boy or a creative guy. Did everything right, and uh, fuck that. I would have preferred to go to war any fucking day of the week. That was the fucking worst I've ever come across in my life. Do you think there's a chance? Uh, I've actually only in the news the last three or four days. I've seen they're starting to talk about. New variants getting into UK, new variants getting into the US. Do you think it? Do you think it becomes fucking pandemonium if they try to do any of that shit again? Honestly, can I tell you the truth? Yeah, I I think that. Uh, excuse me. I think it's fucking disgusting what you're even talking about. They tried Ebola. They tried AIDS. To be honest, cancer can be treated. It's about how quick you want to treat it and what way you want to perform it. Instead, they put a longevity to it. Organs, parts, blood. Blood is the most expensive commodity in the world. Yeah. Uh, we're treated like fucking parasites. Yeah. Our mental health and who we are is gone. I've been testing that at the highest levels. Yeah. That's why I'm here because I don't, I, I don't give a fuck what you think of me or what's going on. But I like living a life of clarity. Yeah. Clarity is this: Ireland's lost its sovereignty back when. Debt forgiveness was being debated by Greece with Cyprus um, and uh, with the European Union, the IMF, and uh, there was no debt forgiveness on it. Then they moved into Ireland and uh, the IMF set up our office and the whole country was in receivership, yeah? We lost our sovereignty. It wasn't Ireland anymore. Wilbur Ross, look at Ireland, and he put in a recapitalized Bank of Ireland and uh, started looking at that he became the finance minister for uh, this America under Trump. When he arrived here, we were fucked. We were gone to the wall. Politicians couldn't pick us up, brain dead, yeah? Couldn't negotiate in the meeting if you paid them. Look at uh, Noel and, and Ryan Tuberty when a businessman goes in and asks what the fuck's the problem is. They all want to hide behind the system, hide behind Goxodotics. What are those directors for RTL? They're not about 350,000 a year. He's, Did you not see the finance minister didn't know what he, he said? He didn't know what his salary was. It's a fucking joke. He's fucking terrified to say it out loud. No, he's not people. terrified, he's allowed. Yeah. No, think but I mean, I mean, I think when he was asked what your oh, salary sorry, is, me, he originally was like, "Yeah, bro, oh, I'm not quite sure." Like, how the fuck do you not know? You're the chief financial exactly. officer of RT. No, he's, he's he's protecting everybody else. Yeah. I'm going to tell you straight out, yeah. 
None. No, why? Because he sits down there, the three fucking Masons, with all his little cronies, yeah? And they have their little set plan that sits around each other, right? And that little set plan is about thrashing society, control, and they become elite, yeah? Look at the accountant, look at the managing director of RT, yeah? I look them dead in the eyes in front of me, yeah? This doesn't fool me. They won't fucking fool me, right? Because that is the world that they hide from us out there, right? And that is the problem, yeah? And we're all controlled by it, yeah? So my attitude is this. Well, I had to have myself in money laundering for eight years stretch when I was sitting in rooms and the threat in my life was this, yeah? Well, I live my life in my head and do what I want to do. And that's why I'm sitting here. I don't fear it, yeah? I don't give a fuck, yeah? Because they live in fear, the ones that have that to hide, yeah? Mm. And... It just shows you what Ryan Tuberty... If Ryan Tuberty killed himself tomorrow morning, who, like, let's be honest, yeah? after all that that they put him through, yeah? you would then react and say, what the fuck did we let happen in our society? Yeah? Mm-hmm. I've seen men, hardworking men, walk into the bank and say to the guy, stop bringing my phone and trying to take my house off me during COVID. And his wife, his family, they're all destroyed. He lives in a box bedroom. He's living upstairs. Not him. Loads in us. Yeah? Us men. We're dirt, we can't make our money, we can't make exam, we can't pay our bills. The, the, the family's again, the price of food has gone up, the price of petrol has gone up. The price of food only went up because Musgrave owned the fucking main wholesaler of spars, and then you have Aldi and Little. No competition. So they could, they could raise it and lower it at any time. It's called a monopoly. Mm. Um, what I'm trying to get to is that Ireland should just calm down and look at a balance of society and say, right, Here's what we should be doing. So we could do a debt swap, swap on the property market. I'm not a, a fucking mortgage advisor here or fucking financial. Well, I'm going to just say it because they won't fucking talk about it. And, and this is why the, all the shit you're watching on YouTube and all this crap, they don't fucking tick. So I, you, you have a mortgage of two and a half thousand a month on your house and you're struggling like a bastard to pay. We've all been there, right? And you've got equity in it, et cetera, et cetera. So... I, you sell me your mortgage like Pepper took it off the banks and sold it to some fucking funds, yeah? Mm. And then you... Why I talk so directly about these companies is because I walked into these companies and I went upstairs and I settled my debt, yeah? I walked into bank sales and must I fucking owe you on that restaurant? Here's your money to settle it. I settled my debts. But I settled it the way I wanted to settle it, which is I want fucking out and this is the way we're going to do it, yeah? Mm. So you sell me that two and a half thousand a month, your house, you're like, and you're a happy man. You're free of that illness. I'm not such. Just a burden is what it is. It's what it's it a is. disease, my yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that disease is stuck to you and now you're free from it, yeah? I could do that by, a power, by you signing a power of attorney to me on that moral shit. Now, get this clear. I don't need fucking legal systems or fucking solicitors or mortgage experts. That's the power of your phone. Print off more, print off Years ago, you had to go to the library to find out a, a barrister or sister went to the library, he had section 962 in their heart, yeah? Hmm. You can do fucking anything on that phone, yeah? That's how I survived. I didn't have my, I told my legal, go away, I'll do my thing. Why? Because you can find anything you want, yeah? And that's how you should use it. So that whole mortgage problem out there, that should be addressed that way, where we are allowed to live our lives and... I, I'm selling my property at this, it's 1500 
I believe I have this in it. If you'd like, you can take it because I'm going to move into yours and then we all keep moving. Because it, there is no buyers out there. There's no lending from Bank of Ireland, yeah? AIB is, they're all props. They're all Fugazi, Fuguzi, Fuguzis, yeah? They're not fucking there, yeah? yeah. Starling Bank run the banking systems here in Ireland. It is the, it is the white label of all your online, um, all your online transactions, yeah? Uh, you got to ask yourself, we got to think of humanity, and that is the problem with this fucking society. We're like, a, we live as a third world country in a first world country. Mm. Water is money, yeah? Mm. Life is laughter. Love is there. That's, my point is that someone needs to get the fuck out and say, fucking build Balbrig and Gormanstown, build a new fucking uh, town up there, yeah? Irish people respect their homes. They, they, they're not going to turn into a slum. We've no slums in this country. We don't, yeah? So, and foreigners have to respect the country. And uh, we all work together. I know we work together because I've worked at the top. I know the top. I know the danger zones. I know the legals. I know, of course, I've worked at the top. But um, you can't, you're selling it as this profession. This weekend, we have the American football. Now, we've dogs out in the street. We've got high level, uh, got high level uh, uh, crime protection units for this big Notre Dame game for the Americans. Mm. You see a guy going, I'm just walking off to town and this happened to me. It, it, it's, it's prepped. It's already, this guy sits down with his mates and goes, well, we'll do this, that, and then we'll tell them we'll have all the security for you. Full fucking play. It's advertising. Hmm. Same with your property. The, go to your financial regulator. Go to this. Is. Irish are scallywags. They're greedy scallywags. They fight in the front line of every war and make friends with the fellow in front. Fact, yeah? So when it comes to money, greed, or whatever it is, that is the play that's there, yeah? Mm. Society just needs to be dead balanced. And I'm a guy that likes to know my road out the other side. So if I win or lose, I still know my answers. Mm. Maybe you listen to this podcast and they go, Jesus, like, it's just one bit of that I really got with he's saying. And so the right type of thing is a set play from RT shows its power, RT then shows, uh, the government shows power, isn't RT? They dread a victim, which is Brian, over fucking nothing. They bring in businessmen like that, and they shut it down, and they all cover this up. And Noel steered the mind away. Noel battened it out, in fairness to him. Mm. And then we all go, run back into our little fucking holes, yeah? But fuck you, you destroyed Royal Tumbley's life. You destroyed a man's life. It's done nothing wrong, and is, is a man that is the face of this country. Why? To put a Northern Ireland man to do the show. That's the reality. Hey, 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 hey. I've done it against Northern Ireland, but now you're going to work on a joint Ireland, yeah? It's all set play, and we are fucking fools to sit and even watch it and look at it and do it. It's not right. Would you like to, would you like to see Ireland as a, as a one nation and join, join Northern Ireland? Okay, so you said it there. It's called Northern Ireland. Pull that towards you a little bit, will you? It's called Northern Ireland. It is Ireland. Mm. Yeah? You know what the truth is, yeah? When they put those two bridges in connected. Downside, we don't have it. We don't think of Northern Ireland. It doesn't affect us every day. I don't, I don't know. Anyone talks about it once to me. I don't give a shit. If you need fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. Or cheap pair of runners. Yeah. Who's <laughs> a fuck? So the people that are living up there have, you know, foundations and horror that is part of that life up there of being a, a war zone. And, um, uh, and they live with that pain 
and uh, they still respect it to this day. I understand that, yeah? I know what, what they're talking about. But with a piece of paper, they will sign a United Ireland and they'll put them bridges up and they will then do this texting. And those, per, those people up there that are in that war, they're just being their word in their own head with themselves. I've said it to a few people that I very much respect. I said, guys, would you not take down all them fucking uh, graffiti with horror up on the wall? And I have to be very careful how you ask these men this, you know? Mm. And uh, look at me and I said, for the next generation, you know? And they're looking at me going, because up there you walk on one road, it's still the same, and walk on the other side of the road and all that. And I, I understand that that what's there is there. We fight with this, with that. But is England really fighting for Northern Ireland? They don't give a shit about Northern Ireland. England doesn't. So all we want is uh, for a younger generation. They're hardened men up there. They've fought wars, whether they're whatever. It doesn't. I'm not. I understand why they want us to keep that there out of respect. Mm-hmm. But for their, own, their young generations running out of it, when um, that's what this is all about. It's about not bringing them up angry, not bringing them up hostile, not bringing them up because there is no war. Mm. That's the truth. There's no war. Um, so would I like to see United Ireland? In fact, honestly, it's already Ireland and we're already part of England because we're so fucking small. When they put the two little bridges across and Ireland is selling it, it sells it as a gold bar. You know, it's not about... Why do you think the American Notre Dame here is, is happening and this thing's happening? Let's take it a bit further. We will have an Irish-American new a flag that will be Ireland and America united in five years. Yeah? That will be, it's like when we change the Irish flag to green and white. Link. So that, that's, so this will be a, an Americanized link. Think of it. It's, it's New Switzerland. Um, I was talking to Paul Sheeran. Uh, he's a uh, fabulous watch company down there. Mm. Very high end. I've seen it all over the world. I said, Paul, for pity. I know Paul years. Paul goes, Marcus, we're stocking the f- watches that are no other parts of the world in these shops in Ireland. And they're being bought online from here. Porsche. Yeah. If cars here, that Porsche is only released into Ireland, which are limited editions, massive spec cars. And people from all over the world are buying from Ireland. It's Switzerland. It's a new. It's a it's a place for business. Do you get me? But working class people, people that are out there working, to follow the path of life, the infrastructure that's there. We all fell off the rails. It doesn't matter if you were a fucking barrister, solicitor at this. It doesn't matter. It didn't matter with what they did with us. Um, and uh, suicide, right? Mental health and size levels, and they're just pushing on with the country. Can I uh, can I sh- can I show you something quickly? We had a uh, well, yeah. Well, you Merrin, bring it in. Uh, basically, there was a, a clip that's gone viral on the internet right now. It's about a guy from Richmond. He sings a song. And it's about the way men are being treated right now in the world, and it's basically blown up to fucking twenty million views in seven days. And it's it started this whole conversation about men's mental health, the way men are being treated, and like you know, basically asking for the government to care more about the conditions guys are working in mines but also like a bigger picture if you want to chuck those headphones on for a sec i'll play it for you and then i can get your opinions on it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me people like you wish i could just wake up 
May it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is living in the new world. I went through my own opinion of this. So here's the way I looked at it from a global point of view. Arabs have six, seven wives, we've loads of kids. We've this, we've that, and the other. So a woman says to a man, I'm taking your wife, I'm taking your child, and I'm leaving you. This is what a man does. Very sharp. A man does this, yeah? You've made the decision, you've bared life to the child, take the child. Because that's the right answer. Because you've no right to the court system over that child, and she's made the decision to take that child and herself and leave you. Right? Full stop. That is the answer clinically to that situation. Why? Because you're a man. You didn't choose to get married. You didn't choose to have a child. You didn't choose to do this. You didn't choose that. But the re fuck, I'm not going to froth around it because I do that with a lot of things. Think of it again. I'm leaving you. I'm taking your children. I don't want to be with you anymore. Now, what do we all do? Fuck, what happened? Since man is on earth, it's the same fucking question. Yeah? Do you hear me? I do. And why are we all fucking moaning about it? Because what it's about is it's the same fucking system that's going over and over and over again. The wisest, I get advice from people and I read books. The wisest advice I got was when I was 86, he wrote two books on the Holocaust, read, ran two American presidential campaigns and turned around to me during COVID and said, Marcus, it's like when we were cavemen, same fucking thing we're all moaning about over and over again. So I would suffer immensely with that if my... My partner says, I'm leaving you, I'm taking this. And we've all gone through it, because they've all said it. So let's be honest. It's their women, yeah? Love you. They Sorry. all, they all say it. Yeah. So they use it as fucking... That's why I'm not married, because they use it as a fucking weapon and a tool. You own the child. You gave birth. You are the gifts of birth. You are the, the womb. You made your own fucking decision. Yeah, she did. Now, now stand on it. Keep your mouth shut, because... That is the ultimate question in it. The more you carry on like a woman and fraff, and, oh, the whole world's going to go bang and it's all this, oh, I love you and I miss you. A man has to be an alpha man. You made the decision, you go. Because deep in that guy's heart, I know, men are boys. I mean, everywhere upset with men on the phone. What's it? I don't, we're men, yeah. They just want simple things in life. They, they, the worst they'll do on you is go and sleep with another woman. That's the fucking worst thing a man will do. And that's the only thing that women really have us over about. Oh, you go do this on... But that's all they will do. Men are not violent. Men are not fucking uh, destructful with their jobs and their homes and their career. Yeah, we'll have a few extra points. Yeah, we'll party a bit. Yeah, we'll come home. Yeah, we're fucking... But that's why you got with us. But remember, what happens when work doesn't work anymore for women? So a woman has extra goals and achievements than we have. They want to be married. They want to have children. They want to have the career. They want to have their friends. They want to have clothes, fashion, life. That, that. A man is still the same guy, even in the marriage. He's dad. He, he's, a, he's not really a best friend of the child. Think of it, he's not. That's what you see. Mm. So a man, I've seen men take their own lives over women with this pressure. I have seen men living in bedrooms that were alpha men mechanics that worked with me and fine guys that went home, scudded into a bedroom and lived there while their children and their family lived around the house. I've seen women break them down to take their wages to, I live in this. I've seen hardworking guys in 
uh, factories, white drives in a white Merc, the hair's all done, the nails all done, the cars all done, the bags on it, and he's with his little steel lunchbox, his 50 quid at the weekend for his few pints, and his uh, pair of jeans once every few months. Now, sorry. 50 quid get your fuck all points these days as well, man. But this is what I'm going to tell you. So fuck that. Yeah. Mm. That's when a man has lost himself as a, as a man. So women have, women have all these little boxes and we as men have each single individual box. And it's so hard when that threat is put on you. And I said to you outside, I was studying criminology. I walked in, I had solicitors all around me and I had a, a family law solicitor, the best family law solicitor, female in Ireland. And she, the guy asks, why are you here doing criminology? Like crime mindset. She said, it's disgusting to see in the family law courts, a girl stand up and say, I want my children with no access to him because he's hit him, hit them, he's done this to them, he's that. And that's all just left loose in that court. And that's the problem with Irish society. Every word is so powerful when you're speaking, where I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you directly, I'm on you, I'm in you, I'm not fucking talking to anyone else. Mm. But we throw this slang around. As men, we're not able for it now, we're weaker because we, we're, we are financially against options we're getting older i'm 46 then yeah why do i pivot i've got one chance five years to make this happen then i'm out i'm old fucking that's it you're gone but honestly while i've been through that me personally been through it that's the way i had to find my angle because i i was going to start destroying myself what have i done what have you or what what have you done wrong like you know every man's been pulled down this road and you ask yourself, I didn't put the price for fuck the food up. I still get my wages from my job. I'm still, I, I, I'm trying to, I, I can't make my financial world any bigger for you. I'm not sleeping with other women as most. It's the only thing a woman can accuse a man. Or you're angry. You're angry because you've no clarity in your relationship. And women change. So fucking much shit. So a woman wants to have children. Maybe she can't. And you have to listen to that for the fuck of this. A woman wants to have a career. Maybe she needs to listen to that. In 10 years' time, she'll change. Maybe she's 32. She did that in the 24. I'm bored just don't want this anymore. Fabulous, I've got this out there. Yeah? Mm. Men, when we be honest, girls, men's sex drive isn't out there to fucking go out there and men become like their children again. They get very conscious of their body and their lives and they get secure, yeah? But mentally, a woman can beat a man down for not being a man, and that's the worst thing in this society. It's very hard to be a man, an alpha man. What, um, just purely out of interest, and if, if, if you don't want to talk about it, it's no problem, but what, what kind of household did you go up in in terms of, like, was it a very classic, like, mother figure, like, raising the kids and then father went to work? Like, are you, is you, are you seeing a total contrast now versus what you saw when you were younger? So, brilliant, thank you. Um, so, my, um, my dad worked abroad from a very young age and came from inner city, Dublin, and uh, worked very hard to get his breaks as a welder and then became an engineer and then straight through. Um, my mom moved out of the city, which would have been the, 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 the corporation side of the city with my father, to the countryside. And they bought a house. And my mom, so driven of what she wanted that house to become, they extended the window. You know what they did. But my mom was a fucking lion, yeah? She brought us up as... You know, it's just a man. Principal in the school is just a man. Teacher's just a man. Uh, she brought, she was, the lunch was there, the dinner was there. She let us be boys. Um, it was just myself and my brother. Um, my dad was away. And, but she was, 
Yeah, and there was no, there was no um, fear. There was no. Uh, I remember Chiline came out, you know, and uh, you remember that thing, Chiline. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. You used to get. You go. Oh, that's it. I'm calling Chiline. Yeah. And they, you'd end up there. You get strangled on the phone and killed before you got on the phone to tell them there was something wrong with you. But that were the jokes back in those days. But the mother only had. She went and worked in Brown Thomas. She went down selling coffee and she took the whole place over with fashion and all that. But um, the mother was the line. The father was the provider and the protector. The mother was the, she was the inside the family, in the, in the, in the, as the mother. Mm. And this is all this, you know, we're talking about the feminism and the executives. You're the bearer of life. You're the womb. You, if you can't connect with that child unconditionally and understand that child without someone giving you advice or anything, like really... You know, every move, every, every fucking move of that. And also we got a situation where men are worried because they compare that motherly life that we had years ago. And by the way, I'm not, I'm just saying like, think of how slow life was back then. It was, of course, little baby, would you like a cup of tea? Mm. Don't know, anyone asked me for a cup of tea. Mm. He's so, so slow then. And we bring kids into society, Asperger's, autism, all that. Obviously you fools, you have just planted them in a world of speed like, da, 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 and you've created that brain so imagine a child can't speak to you, and he's sitting there in this locker. When I found two fucking you, and then you go, ah, bah, CV. Mm. This is going to have major effect. I've had a major effect, because when I Google my name, I come up with fucking every scumbag you can think of, yeah? I have to live with that. So imagine a girl puts a video up or something wrong, and it's out there, and it's very fucking hard. And that's why I say, careful, your, your, your ability can destroy your character. Um, very easy. We all count. Mm. I've done it numerous occasions, but there's no balance at the moment. And I think we all need to find that balance if it's in work, if it's in relationship. If you're working, you're at war with your colleagues, you're in a home, you're at war with your missus, and you're, we're all at war because their financial levels are, I don't know what's going to hit. Oh, listen, I'm going to send you a letter and you're, it makes it 10% on that interest rate. How do you buy food? It's outside. How do you buy food? How do you live? We're humans, we're animals. And that's why if you build into ourselves each other that we see them all in. I've, I've showed you so many things that now you should be able to go, geez, that's clear. There's the Tuberty thing. There's the houses thing. There's the creation of all these names we're given to our children and the reason for them. There's the damage that's there. But the problem is this. A man can't put a, say, kids, sit down, have your dinner, stay there, don't say it, because the wife of God, they're all right. And we're all making flat, fast decisions because we're, we've looked at this. But if you actually thought about our words and said, we're, we speak faster, but we're not delivering our points. So I think the mind will be unachievable and it'll be a very scattered and uh, uncontent mindset. Yeah. I'm just going to reset the cameras quickly. That's yeah, we'll have a secret, will you? Sorry, folks. Quick smoke break. Uh, we're going to wrap it up now. We're getting into the last last few minutes. There was a, there was a few bits I wanted to chat to you about, kind of slightly on you know, less sinister topics, but one is a big one, is uh, Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate just got released from prison. They're now going to start battling the court case. He just got off uh, house arrest. What have you kind of made of that situation in general? Well, I was the first one to call it, wasn't I? Mm. They slagged me all over the papers. Feels Marcus says Andrew Tate is innocent. Of course he was innocent because um, the system was teaching him a lesson because I've been through it myself. Um, and then he's equated with nothing in behind it. There was no proof of anything. They rang over 200 people that were 
part of uh, his circle to see if there's anything they could find uh, on him. And he's highly investigated. Like I was, there was teams of people investigating me at the time. What they were showing them was that you're not stronger than the system and careful what you say. Um, the Matrix, the New World Order, the this. But we fight on with it all. Mm. They just, they let... And, and you know what they're doing? They let him use it to release the news. And there's bits that they don't like. So that, that was them pulling him back. Mm. So what do I think of it? I've seen it all before. What I think of, um, I call that right. Then I also call right about successes. Not what Andrew was selling you. Successes, foundations of inside you are as a person. Be resilient enough to go through the highs of success and the lows of success. Because there isn't one fucking road that goes that way. That Lamborghini you buy when you get there doesn't stay there for the next 40 years or 10 years or three years or doesn't it shift itself in. So, um, you know, I said, you know, is it all wrong? And they all, again, okay, well, let me tell you, I'm the only one in the fucking world that called it right, yeah? And I'm the only one in the world that called success right. Because I'll explain to you that the trains are different. It's like the sand and the mountains, the ice and that. That's what the wars are. So, but, you know. so this terrain is a after COVID war. This is the most ruthless terrain. Get through school, college, life, financially. It is so ruthless that you don't have an easy road, like you referred to the Celtic Tiger. It was, it was an easy road to shoot if you wanted to shoot. It was perfect directions. But this one is, how do you start to make money in this, in this world? Tell me, you're sitting here innovative and creative to sit here and do something new to Ireland. I'm sitting here saying, I'm 46, I've done it fucking all. And if I can correct Andrew Tate, and he has admitted to saying that he's going to build himself strong enough to sustain this if it ever comes again in his life. Because when you're a young child, that foundation between 12 and 18 is the foundation that's gonna create your whole world. And what is the problem here is, what I'm trying to do is pull everybody back if you're in their 50s and their 40s and 20s, all the way through to go back to it's a new terrain. We've got to all start again. And we got to build something in us. So my rules is, um, you know, I say, you, 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 I create, you participate. Yeah. It's rootless. Uh, I say, um, do the deal. I'd say when you attack, you kill, and you pray, you go for it. Yeah? That means this. Like, it's very, very simple. Also, you own it. Whatever decision in life that you travel on, you want to do, you own it. So I'm talking about you want to go to college or you want to set up this business or you want to go with that girl or you want to buy that car. You only blame yourself because it's you only that will sustain this, this life that's ahead of you. Um, and that will be your success because you'll be strong enough. I went to meetings when I was a young boy and I'd go in and I'd, or any meeting. Go for an interview with a high power business guy. What have you got that no one fucking else has? What are you sitting here with me for? That's the objective of an interview. Yeah? What the fuck have you got that no one else has? Because I've seen it all. Yeah? They're the, the questions in life that, that crumble you. And this terrain is short answers. We've no time for psychologies, psychologists, whingers, moaning. We've no time to moan about that letter that came in from the post that ESB went up and the fucking targets that were being hit with every day or, you know, uh, we've no time for that. We have to fight them off really fast and move fucking on. And um, I was so happy when Andrew said that he just adapted to this train. He was a great sales guy. He built up his um, his, uh, his his 
his business model and that worked in that terrain. But he did turn around and say, shit, we got to work now on our fucking, you know, ourselves and our strengths. And uh, it's very lonely when you're on your own trying to make that decision. So now we're fucking not because Tate is saying that to Yeah. So let's build new mindsets. I am, um, I was supposed to be very polite, open doors. You nice to somebody, be nice back to them. Mm-hmm. You speak well, you have manners, respect you. You slow down, educate yourself. Was in this. It didn't fucking work for me until I started getting more. I had to change. I'm, I'm not. I was that person. I'm now. Fuck all of you negative demons out there that want to live in that pot or fucking get your mindset into a place where you're going to be a family, grab those children and fuck get that yourself into a, a place where the children want to listen. So you're bringing something to the table. Um, and I was delighted Andrew came out with that video last week because it proved what I want to give these guys is that strength. And if we're all working together, we can all pick it back up. That's it. What do you think? Um, he, he talks very famously about first they try to shut you up, then they throw you in jail. That doesn't work. They try to kill you. Now, I'm not saying who's right or wrong in that, but he has been spot on with everything he said that's going to happen so far. So he's right because I went through it. Mm. They said I have a death shot on me. But you're... All missing the point. How powerful am I? Or how powerful is Andrew Tate? Difference is, I've gone through this for 20 something years. I've done, I've been there. I've gone through so much, yeah. I've the one that then created the portal to put your hand up and fight it back. I'm the one that called Andrew's to say his innocence. I'm the one that says that you gotta be that. So three things, yeah. Why? Because I'm 46. Because I've gone through it. Why I'm doing this is to any kid that's out there that is fucking out smoking a joint and feels his life is dead and any woman and any man and we all feel we're fucking worthless, yeah? Because we're being attacked by all angles, yeah? Now it's about, it's about, I have nothing to fucking fear. They could do it again to me, it didn't bother because I got through it, yeah? I've prepared for it, I want, don't give a fuck, yeah? I have my plans set. I've lived a great life, 46, don't fuck it all. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what my next thing is because my what i believe in i'm going to keep doing yeah and that doesn't mean that you pick up everything i'm telling you to do and go oh fuck this you slow it down you you walk it and talk it and you get through it build up like a child builds up to a certain point but everything has a very clear crystal clear answer since man was on earth so stop fucking moaning about it and work together on moving forward from it um, and uh, that's the way I look at it so oh. okay Sorry, well, you mentioned there you've had a you, you've had a very exciting life very memorable life uh, what was what was one of your wildest party stories that you can tell me without incriminating or fucking ruining someone else's life I, lo- I like to live life I, I I another thing is we stop, we hold back on what our instincts enjoy. Um, in life, party-wise, like, it's not about spending money, it's about achieving those dreams. But more so, like, what was, like, during Celtic Tiger, for instance, when you're on fucking top of the world, no phones, like, was, was, it, much, was it much wilder back then? then? Then, obviously, now you can't fucking do anything without being on someone's phone, you know? That freedom so was you, I'll nice. just bring you to my day back in the Celtic Tiger. So I'd be up in the morning training in the gym, like, 
full bump, full body work. This gym, I was a freak back then. There was no, that's what like, what the fuck is that? And then, then you were at home putting your best of clothes on. Then you were at home getting in that supercar. Then you're at home going into work. Uh, then in work, you're, you're then, you're going out that night, you're partying. Then you're, uh, you're coming home to that beautiful penthouse apartment. Then you're, you're doing that at that level. Every day, the other weekends, you on a Sunday morning, you go on your motorbike, you know, that 749 S Ducati. Uh, that was everything was on the edge. It was death, oh, life, 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 life. Parties, yeah, of course we parties. Yeah, was there coke? Yes, there was coke. What the fucking was, yeah. Um, and uh, let me tell you this like, alcohol, I wouldn't be interested in going in and getting uh, bottles of whiskey into me and all that because I'm offended now. That was about hitting your senses. But if your senses are at a certain level, that it works. But like, antidepressants, all these other things that are out there. Fuck me. I was yeah, ecstasy I never taken in my life. I don't suppose I But I did that back then. And I did it with um, alcohol and with part of it. But remember this. That's, that's where they came up with the Playboy Cat's Hide. That's where they came up with that. To go to the gym that morning and to go to your old day and then to do it again. And that's what the law of attraction was. I knew every developer. I knew every builder. I knew every banker. I knew everyone. They all looked at you like you were some fucking guy living the dream. Mm. They inspired to you because mm. you were living the dream. And um, you'd pick up a paper and you'd see a beautiful girl and you go, oh, I want that. Don't do that. It might be an actress and you want that. You want that. Um, I remember the, uh, who's it? Um, Cheryl Cole's pussy cat dolls are here and you'd walk in and I ended up losing one of them pussy cat dolls at the end of the night. I don't know where she went to that morning. I was dropping them home somewhere. But no woman was on. Attainable. Attainable. Good word. I was going to say something else, yeah? No, no uh, watch was on the table. No business. That building, I want that business, yeah? Um, I want, I want, and I got, yeah? I created each character. The last one was scary. He was evil. He was looking deep down in here, yeah? Yeah, I walk into the room. I want to have presence. Yeah, I, I got powers. I have more powers than I have now than I had before. Now I'll be more power. And I have more power. So I create every character. Characters are great. Inside. Mm. But I believe in my life. I'm a father. But I don't know what that term is because I'm still me and I'm not changing. I'm fucking 46 wearing this little leather jacket and then fucking you're, you're, you're still alive. Mm. I think I look all right now for my age, but in another five years I'll be fucking, I could be six years. I don't know what's going to happen, but I've lived a fantastic life. Yeah, I'm a dad. People go, aren't you famous? You're this, you're that, you're that, you're this. Yeah, I'm educated, yeah, famous, yeah. I have a few bob, yeah, I've been around the block. Yeah, I've done the crying man, the things. Yeah, I've done the legal. I've done it all. But you know what? I have some, and I watch him and say, I watch my friends, and I watch everyone around me how they collapse. And uh, I'm no fucking, I'm not a preacher, I'm learning, and I'm going to keep learning. But I am vengeful for what's going on in society, and I want revenge. I want, if I stopped into this today, that's fine. Because there's kids out there or something that would trigger a man's head that he goes, because I wish somebody gave me these fucking answers when I was going through. I have so much more to tell you about answers to life, yeah? Um, so can I ask you about, you, you mentioned uh, you had everything you wanted. You had the big penthouse, you had the, you had the watches, you had the, the motorcycles, the cars. Did you find any, I guess, actualization from getting those things as in did the material things give you satisfaction or did honestly i swear to god no the drive to get them when i got them they were boring i gave up the battle as in 
I was, I, I love the fight and I love the chase and the hunt. Mm. I love the prey. I love the pain. Yeah. But when I get it, it's fucking boring. It's like you walk in, there's a, even a wife, a woman is the same. It's mm. like, it's like you got it. It's over. I was addicted to the chase, the hunt. Even when the camping stopped, I was, the camping stopped. I was like, fuck, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. Because I was living 24 seven, the fight. Mm. Um, so, uh, no, I'm addicted to the hunt. It makes no difference to me. I remember I was in London. I was working for Ryanair, pissing rain on a guy handed me a magazine and it said uh, recessions for wimps. And I'd left Ireland. I was working over there and I was getting on a train, fucking going somewhere. And I had Gordon Gecko on it. And um, I kept that and I set up Evergreen Map Management for 10 years. And I said, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And fuck this. I'm not going to stay this. I'm going to live my life the way I want to live it. And there was a, a, a watch in the Financial Times called the Hublot of Marcus. And I seen that and I said, so I've had nothing, everything, nothing. But you know what? It was my last 50 euro. I'd buy Haagen-Dazs champagne and a box of cigarettes, yeah? And you know the way I say if I was going to die? I'd go down to South America. I'd order two pallets of fucking, uh, two pallets of cigarettes, a pallet of whiskey, a tiny pallet maybe of something else, and two busloads of fucking women. And a motorbike, and I could tire my back. Because I made that decision over COVID that if I'm going to fucking die, yeah, I'll choose how I'm going to die. Mm. And that's a revelation if you put it into yourself. That's something, yeah? That is it, yeah? If I got a choice, that's my fucking choice, yeah? Why? I don't fear death, yeah? Fucking, why are you fearing death? It's just a soul pass, true, yeah? But what I fear is what I can't do in my life. Mm. And see that little mic and change the world. So you change the world. Because we've already done it here. So what, what are you chasing now? The net, this next period of your life, what are you chasing? Honestly, mm. tell people the answers to the pain we're all fucking going through, yeah? And simplify it and strengthen them for the failures that are ahead because they're fucking ahead, yeah? And make them the mindset of the people that are controlling us and how they live and what they're doing because otherwise societies and life will be crumbling. You're living in your house, your mortgage is going up and down, you're not even paying your mortgage money, as I say, and you're paying and you're... you're we're animals when tied to a home, we're tied to provide for families, we're tied to fucking tell the truth. For six I broke two ribs on a scooter in Dublin seven weeks ago. I went for an X-ray down in Chapel Lizards. I jumped off this thing for a video, that was great. Then I landed on the back of uh, the wheel got caught and the thing and I didn't I went down the gang and gave me a full X-ray and I said, Thank you very much and I left. I didn't go back. I don't what I didn't get a painkiller. Nothing I was in bed for the fucking minute. Broke the knuckles, I've had fucking, you name it. I don't go to hospitals, yeah? My head says, if we cured each other back then, I'm not having some fella messing around with me to, to cure, to get me, yeah? Mm-hmm. So I believe you're just, I'm 46, like, you're, 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 it's so, life is so fragile, so quick. And when you're younger, you can spend four years in college and go, shit, I did the wrong course. But when you get older and you go, I'm with the wrong woman, I bought the wrong house, can't afford the car. I don't like the job. You're fucked. End of story. Because if you can't balance them, you ain't going to get that new job or that new woman or whatever's going through. So for two and a half years, I trained in the dark. Yeah, I sat there down, dark. I read, I fought my legals, my questions. And I did nothing, just myself. And I said, I'm never going to get it. People aren't going to work with me again. People aren't going to talk to me again. No one's going to have an I'm just, I'm fucking, it's fucking hell. Then I'm all over the papers again, drugs, crime, everything. I said, if I only have one chance to tell these kids and other people in pain out there what maybe I know, maybe they don't know, or I don't know, whatever the fuck it is. I've got a St. Michael tattoo on my arm, yeah? And I just said to myself, 
whatever's out there and whatever's going on in this world, it's fucking evil and it's dark. Yeah, we're trapped. And um, I've seen a lot more than I'm telling you about. I've seen a lot of horror in friends and families and people. And drugs are used to numb pain. I used to fucking escalate them. So did I do coke again? Tiger? Yes, I did. Of course I did. We were escalated. But your kid smoking a joint at home that you're letting him smoke at the back wall, he's fucking depressed. He's fucked. Yeah. Your kid running around in the, they're in a different world. They're not getting answers. They're smoking like they're not getting fucking answers. Yeah. And that's where you got to step in and say this, what's going on. But if I stop today, it doesn't matter. Tomorrow is a new day and, and uh, I've got my point across. Does that make sense, bro? I don't, I'm not living every day. I'm not going, oh shit, I want it. This is going to change the fucking world. I'm just getting up and I'm doing something to do it. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. That's the way I see it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't bother me. There's a, but I want to do it. There's, there's talk online of a, a potential Tiger Cub night out at some point. Uh, maybe talk a little bit just about what someone could expect if they did, they did get involved in that. Right. Just pull that mic into your face. There okay, so. right. So, first of all, it's amazing to see the spirit out there of all these, uh, all, because again, guys, this wasn't practice. It was something that I, where that came up one day was I was leaving the house. I was going in to do those videos and I was, we've, I've books all over the house and I said, please give me a signal to tell these, the world something different. And I grabbed the book and the, I said, all religions are the same. It's about a shield. They all have images of swords and shields and then the love them and all that. And I was like, fuck it. I said, I'm just going to fire this out. And, uh, I said, I'm going to fire this, the, the imagery of what was, what I seen. And I just sat down and I said, listen guys, I'm going to give you the sword and shit. Yeah. That looks like ultimate madness when you look at that from Alice's point of view. Yeah. Mm. But now all the others are copping onto it and they're just getting into it. Cause it's, I actually believe in it. Cause when I was on my fucking knees, yeah. With the world trashing you, I had to use so what? Because if you think about it too much, you're fucked. Yeah. So anyway, moving on from that, Tiger Club night is what they asked me, would I go out for drinks? And I said, I'd love to go for drinks, which is. And then they hit me with a Tiger Cup night. So what the problem is here is I don't want to charge these guys for a night out. So the first one is going to be a club that we all go to and we all uh, hit the Tiger Cup. Um, Where would you go? I have five clubs that I'm working on at the moment mm -hmm. in Dublin. If it's really good, we're going to turn it into, this is, what I, this is what I'm delighted to do, is to do a whole, take a nightclub from two on a Saturday to eight o'clock. And I go up and we talk and we get fucking get up there and we talk about what our issues is and then we switch to the nightclub and then we go back to there but, but we're in a nightclub environment we're hyped up we're so hyped up we're, we're strong mm -hmm. um, and I've a few things that I would like to to 10 rules that you follow and certain mindsets And but it's all fun I've lectured in colleges I've worked in uh, I've set up for the classrooms I've done this so I want it to be fun and fucking energising but bulletproof methods that they're going to use in their lives yeah it's a bulletproof method the methods of protection and when you want to let your guard down and cry or you want to get it that's okay yeah mm -hmm. but tiger cub night honestly guys you hear when i say my voice changes when i say tiger cub yeah it's going to be fucking i get aggressive yeah it's going to be fucking epic yeah but this is just a uh i'll make it amazing let us on that fucking table because i'm gonna i believe in what i'm gonna do and we're gonna do it together it's not about the night. The night's going to be so empowering, fucking energizing, yeah, that we're all going to walk out of there with desire and all. And the next one then will be really well planned, if that makes sense. It does make sense. Thank you. Um, I think 
we're going to call it there i i really really appreciate your time mate genuinely genuinely thank you so much i know you fucking a million other things to do what what i would say is um you're you're back on tiktok now yeah we, you, are you going to do our um uh camera footage for uh the tiger yeah I'll blow the fucking shit out of it are you joking me uh lads get over to his tiktok um, you fucking lads you've seen his stuff online. hey guys yeah do me a favor i have three and a half thousand followers on tiktok i don't understand this i'm just doing it right um apparently and i've got like one point i've got two million views on an eight week account right and it's great but will you keep will you fucking follow the damn thing with this because i don't know what i'm doing here i need your help doing it right and uh uh yeah spread the word get the mindset it's a bit of fun as well remember okay and uh Thanks. Love you all. Thank you, Sam, for having me here. My pleasure. Lads, like, comment, subscribe. Thank you so much for the continued support. And I'll Definitely see you. Definitely this guy, guys, because you know what? I might do one again and again and again if you want to. So you know what? Hit the like button and subscribe. And if you don't, I'm going to come back here, tiger cub your asses, and tell you that you're not using what I gave you to support this guy, yeah? So get in gear and give him support, and let's lift this guy up as well. He deserves it. He had the balls to have me in here, didn't he? <laughs> Thank you, bro. Didn't take any balls, to be honest with you. It's a fucking great, great conversation. I appreciate it. Thanks, everyone. See you next time. Peace. Yes, sir.